there is a little bit of competition between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. The two cities compete. So which one is better in Katie's uh, books? In my eyes, I say Abu Dhabi. Dubai is flashy, it's wonderful, but Abu Dhabi has the more of a family feel. I just love that atmosphere. Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. I have a wonderful guest today. And funny enough, I could practically see her, how she lives very close to me, but we're talking here on Zoom because it makes things easier. She is my friend. We became friends because we met at the gym, funny enough. And then we started going for coffee and then we started talking. And then I found out everything about her. And the more that I found out, the more I wanted to get to know her more because I think she's a fascinating young lady. And she is American. She's from, in my book, she's from Alabama, but she's going to tell us that she hasn't only lived in Alabama, she's lived in other places. And she is a teacher. And the question of, and the essence of today's episode is, how does a good Catholic girl from Alabama get to Abu Dhabi? Because that's where she worked, I think, the first time abroad. Katie Melville, welcome to my podcast. Oh, hello, Elizabeth. This is so exciting. (laughs) So good to have you here. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. And I forgot to say that Katie is seven months pregnant. And by the time this episode will be uploaded, because I always record a little bit in advance, there will be a little Alex listening to us. How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. Just getting bigger and bigger each day. That's fantastic. Where do you want to start? Shall we start with, you were not born in Alabama. Where were you born? I was born in Jackson, Michigan. Um, My parents were born and raised there. And then my dad's job transferred him to Kansas. We lived in Kansas for about five years. And then we moved to Alabama when I was in second grade. My parents are still there. They love being in the South right now. They don't have to deal with the snow. (laughs) We like that too, don't we? We don't have to deal with any snow here in Cyprus. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then what happened? You studied to become a teacher? Yes, I studied to be a teacher, became a teacher. I taught in Alabama and I loved it. But there's always a part of me that wanted to teach abroad. And so I had two friends from my hometown that had taught abroad and they were teaching in Abu Dhabi. And it was so awesome to see on social media where they were going, when they would have a break and everything. And so I really wanted to do that too. And I love the school that I worked at, but you would might say I was about to have like a midlife crisis before I turned 30. And I was like, I want to go. I want to go abroad. So I decided to apply for a teaching job in the Middle East in Abu Dhabi. And I was lucky enough and I got accepted. What did your, the people around you, your parents, your sisters, your, you have a sister, one sister, don't you? Yeah, my sister Sarah. What did they say? What did they think? That you've lost it? You've gone mad? Or were they they supportive? Well, when I told them that I was going to go teach abroad, my brother and his wife had been married for 10 years and they decided to announce they were having a baby. And then my sister and I lived together in Birmingham, Alabama, and she decided to She's moving to San Francisco. And then I went home the next month and said, well, I'm going to move to Abu Dhabi. So everyone thought 
you three are having midlife crises or you're trying to one each other up. One's having a baby, one's moving to San Francisco and one's moving to the Middle East. Um, my sister warned my parents ahead of time that I was applying to teach overseas. So when I told them, they were shocked, but my sister warned them. But they were very supportive of it. I had friends that were like, oh, they thought you're moving to the Middle East. You're going to ride on a camel and live in a tent. (laughs) (laughs) Or they compared it to Sex in the City movie, the second and stuff like that. So have you been traveling abroad before? Have you traveled a lot? When did you get on a plane for the first time? I had traveled just in the U.S., but the first time for me to travel abroad was Abu Dhabi. And I'll never forget that flight. I flew Etihad over from Chicago and just that feeling of seeing where you are on the plane over the water and everything thinking, oh, what am I doing? What is going on? I know this feeling, you know, I was talking in a previous episode when I went to work in the Maldives, that was my first overseas destination. And I was sitting on that plane and I was just getting further and further away from home. And I I was getting homesick and I thought, what am I doing? Yeah. So what, what were you doing? What happened after you arrived in Abu Dhabi? You know, I was so jet lagged, so overwhelmed. And then it was to get the whole visa process with the company I was with and just all the different changes and everything. It was very overwhelming at the beginning. Very overwhelming. But it worked out. You got a work permit. You got a, you had a job. You had a job I before had, you left. Yeah, I had the job before I left. It was just getting all the proper ID, all the little things you have to do when you move to another country and stuff. And then finding your place to live and and starting work right away and learning Arabic and everything. So, yeah, I felt like I was a dare in headlights for the first six months. <laughs> and how did you like your friends were still there, weren't they? Your two friends who. Yeah, my two friends were there. I came with an amazing group of people from all over the world. And to this day, there's a few of us that are still close close and we catch up and stuff. And so that was wonderful to have because we all were single and we all had each other for support. So what did you do in your free time in Abu Dhabi? Some of the stories I probably can't discuss. I'm <laughs> I had a ton of fun in Abu Dhabi. They love food and they love drinks and, you know, we love to explore and we, we partied quite a bit. Yeah, you gained like the freshman 15 when you first moved there. I definitely did. But then we did get out and explore a lot. And we traveled because there were so many holidays that we could just hop on a plane and go to all different places. So that was cool to me to do. Yeah, because Abu Dhabi is a different hub for you. You know, it's it's like, yeah. where did you go? Where did you go from Abu Dhabi? We went to Sri Lanka, Mm -hmm. Egypt, I did Scotland, Germany, all different places. And you came to Cyprus. That was a trip that, yeah, that's another one. (laughs) There's parts of that trip that I don't know if I could discuss. (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't have to go into any details. I know a few things and it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So you, you enjoyed this uh, life in Abu Dhabi. Did you ever feel that, you, did you ever feel unsafe? Did you ever feel like, oh, you know, it's true what people say? Because it is, you know, for people in the US, the Middle East is, you know, not everybody would feel comfortable thinking of going there. I felt safer in Abu Dhabi than I did in the US in parks. You know, they tell you know you're reserved when you go to a mosque and everything like that. But then there's places where I feel like the UAE in general has kind of worked with the tourists and stuff like that, where you're not as covered up as much as they say. And I would always keep a scarf or a sweater in my purse whenever I would be out, just to be you know conservative and respect their country. Yeah, like, you know, when you are a guest somewhere, you adjust to the way they live. Were you ever told off for not wearing a scarf or were you ever in trouble for that? No. You know what? The one time I brought my sister, she was visiting with me. We went to the Sheikh Zayed Mosque and she had a long dress on, but it had a little bit of a cut Mm -hmm. and they wanted that covered up. But it wasn't bad. And, you know, I would wear um, an abaya to work. That was actually really nice because I would have my swimsuit underneath and after work, I would just go straight to the beach and take off my abaya. And look <laughs> typical, typical. Yeah. Or have my workout clothes on underneath. It was super nice. Okay. So you had a great time in Abu Dhabi. Oh, I absolutely loved it. I loved, it is a amazing expat community in Abu Dhabi. Did you go to Dubai? Yeah, we would go to, you know, it was just nothing. We would go to Dubai all the time, like once or twice a month. And mm-hmm. like, I felt like I partied more in the Middle East than I did in the U- U.S. You know, there is a little bit of competition between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. The two cities compete. So which one is better in Katie's uh, books? In my eyes, I say Abu Dhabi. Dubai's flashy. It's wonderful. But Abu Dhabi has the more of a family feel. I just love that atmosphere. They weren't as flashy as Dubai, I should say. Okay. Did you make any local friends? I did. I worked at a Emirati school, a local school. And so I worked with all women. And so we became friends with the Arabic and the Muslim teachers over there. Okay. And I would go to dinner with them and it would be so much fun. And you would go to their house and experience their traditions. You were invited to their homes. Yes. Oh, yes. And uh, are you in touch with anybody still in? in, uh... Still with Instagram. I'm still in touch with them and stuff. And Snapchat. (laughs) I didn't know that you're on Snapchat. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's very rare for me to get on that. I'm not big into technology. (laughs) You are. You're good. Uh, So what else happened in Abu Dhabi? Oh, the best thing that happened to me in Abu Dhabi was I met a boy named Nash. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with this boy. And when you're in love, you do crazy things. And I didn't think I would leave the Middle East, but I did. And I moved to Alaska for him because he was working at the time in Abu Dhabi. And his job transferred him to Alaska. So, but he was the best thing that came out of Abu Dhabi. <laughs> How did you meet him? I met Nash. It's funny. It was right before before Ramadan started. It was the Friday before the um, first Ramadan and everyone was going to a brunch so they could eat and drink and just party. 
and we all were waiting on our taxis. And I um, go up, I see this cute boy. I was like, tell my girlfriends, oh, I want to talk to him and stuff. And I went up to him and I was just making small chat, which he was not in kind of the best mood because he was frustrated with his taxi. But we just were talking and all the stuff. Our taxis came. He got in his taxi. And I remember telling my girlfriends, oh, he was a cutie batootie. And they're like, oh, you, did you get his number? And I was like, oh, I would never get a guy's number. No, no, no. So we went on to our brunch and stuff. That week, my girlfriend took me to a running club. And they were running on the island I lived on, on Ream Island. And you could have, you could you run and they would hide beer along the way. So you were drinking <laughs> beer while you were running. It was amazing. I was sold. And this was during Ramadan too, when you shouldn't have been drinking outside. We had that. And then they were having bratwurst for dinner. And I was like sold on this running club right then. And when I got there, she was introducing me to people. And I see this boy come up and I was like, oh, you're that guy from the taxi stand. And I really caught him off guard and made him blush. And He was a little quiet and stuff. And so from that was Nash. And so we became friends and then we became more than friends. We started to date later on. And now we're married. The rest is history. But I want to come back to that beer run because yeah. you seem you seem to have a thing for illegal runs because you came on my 60th birthday walk, which was also <laughs> illegal. We were 10 people and we were only supposed to be two, we found out afterwards. So I think it's good to do a few illegal walks once in a while, right? Yeah, and you're exercising, it's all good. Exactly, exactly. So how did you decide to leave uh, Abu Dhabi? I decided, I thought I would stay a little bit longer, but Nash and I got, um, we're in a serious relationship and his job was transferring him to Alaska. And my contract was up. I could have renewed it. But when you're in love, you do silly things. And I moved to Alaska from Abu Dhabi. But that must have been a little bit of a shock from Alaska, from Abu Dhabi to Alaska. Oh, yeah. A 180 big time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget the um, Emiratis that I worked with when I told them, yeah, I'm going to be leaving. And they're like, oh, Katie, why? Why miss Katie? I was like, oh, I'm in love. And, you know, Nash is there. And we know like, this is it. We want to be married to each other. And they're like, and I said, you know, we fa- I found a place to live there. They said, oh, you're not going to live in an igloo. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, wow, people in Alabama thought I would be living in a tent and riding a camel. And here the Emiratis are like, oh, you're not going to be living in an igloo. So I was like, no. <laughs> Did know they have houses there? <laughs> they do. Did you have a good time in Alaska? Because that's one of the places that I have not been. I have been to so many places and I would love to go to Alaska one day. What did you enjoy most? What was your experience in Alaska? Oh, I, well, here, it's a girl from Alabama that's never driven in the snow. So I had, I learned a lot about myself, like learning how to drive in the snow, learning to shovel snow. I I got really tough. I feel like I got muscles from shoveling a lot, but Alaska and Fairbanks, people are like, oh, it's so cold. It is absolutely a beautiful city to live in. Um, You have the Northern lights, you know, in the fall and the winter, 
when it's not so cold, you can get out and enjoy the snow, ski, snowshoe, and then you can go on the coast in the spring and the summer down where um, Seward is and Anchorage, and it's absolutely gorgeous. You know, Alaska's part of the U.S., but I feel like it's its own little country. It's wonderful. The people there are wonderful. They help each other out. We loved it. It was hard to leave. It was hard, but we love being in Cyprus right now. How long did you stay in Alaska? A little over two and a half years. That's quite a long time. How long did you stay in Abu Dhabi? It was about three years. So, okay. So both times uh, long enough to get to know the place, long enough to get to love the place, long enough to make friends. Yeah. When Nash and I had gotten engaged, and we're like, okay, we're, we said we're going to plan our roots in Alaska. We're going to do it in Fairbanks. I worked at a wonderful school. He loved his job. I'll never forget that first day I, of teaching school was out. He comes to visit me and he goes, oh. Well, when I was out hiking Mount Rainier for two weeks, I got an email about a job opportunity with the same company in Cyprus. And I'm like, oh, really? And he goes, you know, he was all about it. It was convincing me to accept because we were just ready to plant those roots and get married in Alaska. We had it all planned out, but it all changed and it changed. You know, we're happy we did. We're happy that we're here. Yeah, well, sometimes life just doesn't, you know, you make plans and then life happens. Exactly. Yeah, so that's how you ended up in Cyprus. But when you came to Cyprus, you were married. You got married before, didn't you? We got engaged in July. We were like, oh, we'll wait a year to get married and stuff. And then with this Nash's job, moving him to Cyprus, we're like, oh, we're going to have to speed it up. And my mom says, oh. Instead of going to Colorado and Alabama for Christmas, because that's where Nash is originally from, Colorado, you're just going to come to Alabama and we're going to get you guys married. (laughs) And she, we had less than four months to plan a wedding. You know, my mom was amazing. They had two priests and a deacon on the altar, Mary, Nash, and I on December 28th. Nash flew to Cyprus on January 2nd, and I flew back to Alaska. And he lands on this island and he's like, oh, it's so wonderful. This is so great. I went back to Alaska and it was negative 43 degrees, (laughs) not Celsius, Fahrenheit. So I was like, what am I doing? I need to be with my husband. But I had got, I needed to get our stuff packed up. I think at that point I was ready to be in Cyprus and not be around the cold and the snow (laughs) for sure. And here you are. Yes. And uh, thank God you came because uh, that's how we met. Do you like living in Cyprus? Oh, I love living in Cyprus. I enjoy the food, the people, the atmosphere, just the way of life. It's a good life here. And um, because we are, we walk together and we talk about uh, your experience here, you are also very feeling very comfortable with the medical care that's happening around your pregnancy, right? Oh, yeah. Everyone has been wonderful. I'm very comfortable and excited to have our baby here. So beautiful. So baby Alex. Yep. It's going to be a little Cypriot. Little Cypriot. Yep. (laughs) I love it. I think it's so cute. 
We'll have them out in the water and you'll be teaching them all the different languages, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I have already thought about it, uh, you know, that like so, some words that I'm going to teach him. And because you're not going to know what they mean, maybe he'll be shocking some people one day on all this way. No, no, I'm only joking. Um, so here in Cyprus, you also, again, Cyprus is another hub. You can visit other countries from here. Where did you travel from here at the beginning when you came here? When we first came here, we traveled to um, Croatia. Oh. And we sailed around Croatia with some friends from Abu Dhabi that met us there. And we did that for a week. It was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then this was pre-COVID with everything. We got to travel to Poland, Jordan. Ireland and Morocco. We got many trips in pre-COVID our first year. It was nice. Yeah. And then COVID happened. And then the best thing that one can do when something like that happens is to get pregnant because you can't <laughs> travel anywhere. <laughs> you are having baby Alex and my baby is my podcast's most memorable journeys. Exactly. So we're both having a baby. Mine is a little older than yours, but we're both having a baby. So would have been so far your most memorable journey in your life, you think? You know, as cheesy as it can be, it took me to go across the world to meet my husband and then our journey together to all these different places. I've had him beside me and it's, he's the best partner to have. Experiencing it. I really He's wonderful. I really hope that Nash is going to listen to this episode and uh, appreciate you even more. I know how much he loves you. Oh, yeah. But I also believe that one of your most memorable journeys is going to be taking baby Alex back to Alabama for the first time. I know. I'm excited. I think it will be in a year when he's a year, but it will be exciting just for him to visit my hometown, sweet home Alabama. <laughs> That's right. Sweet home. Yeah. What else do you like about Cyprus apart from the food and the way of life? Is there anything else that you um, want to say about Cyprus? It's just a fabulous place to visit. You know, I love that you can go walk the water, go swimming, go in the ocean. And then if you feel like going for a hike, you have the mountains, you know, you can go up to Trudeau's. It's amazing. It's just so cool to me. Yeah. And everything is near. That's the good. That's, of course, for somebody who comes from the US or even from Europe. Okay, I'm from a small country. Switzerland is not a big country with such big distances. But for somebody from the US, this island is just a little village, isn't it? It's like driving from one side to the other is is, uh, shorter than driving across Los Angeles. Exactly. It's so easy to get to point A to point B. I'll go up to Nicosia to get um, check out Old Town and go shopping while Nash is working, you know, and it's so cool to me how easy it is to get around. And it's so nice. What is your favorite place in Cyprus? There's so many. Like, I really am going to say Nash and I are beach people. We love to be in the water and it's just there's so many different beautiful beaches to pick from, but I, we just like to get on our paddle boards and just go and adventure. Well, soon you're going to have a little passenger on your paddle board. 
I know. I have to get my little life jacket. Maybe next year we'll have them on there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any last words, Katie, because we're coming to the end of this interview. Anything else that you want to talk about? Any other adventures or secrets that I haven't? Because we walk, we go on, on weekly walks together and I know a lot about you, but maybe there is something that you haven't told me yet that I need to know. I think I've told you all my secrets so far that I can remember. I feel like I have pregnancy brain where I forget stuff. <laughs> what does travel and uh, going to other places do to a person? What does it do to a human? Oh, I love it. It's, you know, to me, like we love to travel and it's kind of like, you know, we'd rather spend money on going on a trip than anything else and seeing different parts of the world. And I mean, one of my favorite trips from Abu Dhabi was going to Sri Lanka and seeing another part of the world that, to be honest, when I lived in the U.S., I had no idea about the country of Sri Lanka and just learning cultures and like trying different food. I absolutely just save your money, come visit us and we can travel to different places, too. And it opens people's minds, doesn't it? It also, it changes, it reduces racism, it, it understanding that at the end of the day, we are all the same. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And, you know, this is the thing, this is what I have learned when I, all those years that I was traveling or, or that's why, you know, all the people that I meet, I, you meet a human, another woman, and, you know, then you just start talking about, things in common, like children, women, mothers usually talk about their kids. Every mother in the world worries about the same way about their kids. It doesn't matter what color they are or what language they speak. So um, I think traveling is a very, very healing way of uh, making the world a better place. Exactly. Open up your eyes to new things. Yes. So save your money. All the people who are listening to us now, All the friends in Alabama or in the south of uh, the United States of America, save your money and come and visit us in Cyprus. Baby Alex and Katie and Nash are waiting. And so am I, I, because I want to meet them all. Oh, yeah. You're basically my neighbor. I could probably throw an orange to you from my balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Katie, thank you so, so much for being my guest today. If you like what you hear and want to know more, check out my Soul Guru Lifestyle program on my website, www.thesoulguru.com. Sorry, forget this.